Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I will be doing my knockout stage for the World Cup predictions and also Week 13 NFL season predictions. So let's get straight into it. Um, Let's start off with the World Cup with the knockout stage. And the first game of the knockout stage actually just began between the Netherlands and the U.S. Watching it live right now, two minutes in the game. Um, and so obviously I'm going to be making my predictions and going through every um, every game that I think is going to, um, you know what I mean. Um, yes. All right, let's start off with, uh, with the first two games today. So, of course, the two games that we have today is Netherlands versus U.S. I don't really think I have to say anything with, with that. I, y'all know I'm going to pick the U.S., so you guys already know that. So let's go U.S. Um, and then between Argentina... Versus Australia is going to be the next game at 2 today. Um, and obviously, U.S. wins. They will be facing either Argentina or Australia. Um, I had Argentina winning the World Cup. So, um, I still have them advancing and beating Australia. So, it should be U.S. versus Argentina um, in the first quarterfinal matchup. All right, next, let's go to the bottom part. Okay, Japan versus Croatia. Um, Japan versus Croatia. I'm gonna have to pick Japan, honestly. Uh, Japan played very well. They've surprised a good amount of people, defeating Spain, defeating Germany, um, in the group stage, but lost to Costa Rica. But I think all the best teams have lost one game. There's has not been a team this entire year, this entire tournament that has won three games in the group stage. You either got a win or a draw, even if you won two games. So. Yeah, I mean, Japan just kind of falls into that short list with Brazil, Portugal, Argentina, France, who's won two games but lost one game as well. Um, But yeah, I think Japan's momentum has been great, and they've been showing, um, they've been showing like they could really make it far into the tournament. Besides, you know, just advancing the the round of sixteen, they could definitely make the semis if they can. But Unfortunately, their quarterfinal matchup, if they do get the win, I think it will be really difficult. Um, so I have Japan beating Croatia, but then Brazil versus South Korea is going to happen. And I think Brazil is probably going to annihilate Korea. I would love Korea to upset because, you know, this, this World Cup has been just full of upsets. Any team can run with it. So I cannot say I would be very, very surprised if South Korea will take it. But in general... We all we all consensually, uh, consensus wise, we will all pick Brazil to win the game, and um, that's what I'm gonna have to do here, bro. That's what I'm gonna have to do here. So yeah, I'm gonna have Japan going up against Brazil in the quarterfinals. All right, then next we got England and Senegal. Actually, these are the games for tomorrow. Actually, in England versus Senegal, um, England they won two games. They drawed against the U.S. zero zero. They beat. They whooped. Iran's ass and they beat Wales uh, the last game of the group stage for them Um, in Senegal I think they had one win one loss and one draw if I'm not mistaken Um, but Senegal I don't know there's something about that team that I really like and you know what I'm gonna have to say it Um, I'm gonna go for the upset here I'm gonna pick fucking Senegal yeah or actually no they won two games they um they beat Ecuador, right? They beat Ecuador, and they also beat Qatar. They beat Ecuador and Qatar, yes. 
Um, but they lost to Netherlands. That's what happens. Yeah, they lost to Netherlands in the first game, but then they beat Qatar. They beat Ecuador. I know Qatar, and it literally got, Qatar got ran through, but still. Um, Senegal? I think the magic will continue for this game, but I don't think they're going to make it too far. But, you know, they'll be making it to the top eight in my prediction. So, you know what? Um, unfortunately, it's not coming home for England. I think Senegal is going to shock the world and defeat England um, tomorrow tomorrow afternoon. So, we'll, we'll see. Um, and then France and Poland. Um, I have France winning. Um, yeah, France has a lot of players out injured and everything but france is still doing pretty good that one pointless ass loss to tunisia i don't know what the hell happened there but besides that they should still be fine they should still be good to go so i have senegal going up against france in the quarterfinal matchup um in the third quarterfinal matchup and the fourth and final quarterfinal matchup um that i will have um predicting we have morocco versus spain Morocco versus Spain. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Spain. I'm gonna go with Spain. But you know, honestly, Morocco they have um, they won two. They got two wins and they w lost the game. All right, actually no, they didn't lose the game. They had a, they had two wins and they have a draw. So one of the shocking teams, one of the one of the most surprising teams in the tournament that no one's really talking about that much. No one's really talking about Morocco that much. I mean, they have a better record than fucking Japan and Brazil and Argentina and France and shit and Portugal, you know, off of just that one draw over all those other teams who have a loss in the group stage. Obviously, that doesn't matter now. We're in the knockout stage. You know, you, you can't get a draw, obviously. You need a win. So, with that being said, um, I think when it comes down to that, probably Spain is going to take it. But you know what? I can definitely see Morocco upsetting, upsetting here. Um, but give me Spain, um, and then finally Portugal versus Switzerland. Um, yeah, give me, give me, uh, give me uh, Portugal. I think Switzerland's a good team, but I think Port, I think Portugal is gonna still make it as much as they can, at least the quarterfinals. That's where I think they're gonna make it. All right, so, so yeah, that's the quarterfinals uh, matchup. So we have. Let's go back to the first matchups for the quarterfinals. We have U.S. versus Argentina. I'm gonna pick Argentina over the U.S. Um, Japan versus Brazil. I'm going to go with Brazil beating Japan. Um, and then Senegal versus France. I'm going to go with France. I think Senegal's reign will, will be over in the quarterfinals. And then Morocco versus Portugal in the quarterfinals. Honestly, would love to see um, Portugal winning it. I could also speed up. Oh, my God. Uh... So the U.S. is down one nothing. Who who scored the goal for the Netherlands? Wow. Depay, Depay. Ten minutes in, and then we're already down one nothing, man. Oh God. Well, I mean, 
the game is uh just just began but um but damn i don't like i don't like being down one nothing already um we'll see if the us can do something if they could tie if they could win you know if we could force extra time i i, I don't know I, I don't know but all i know is that we're down one nothing and we're entering the 11th minute of the game there that yep <clears throat> okay back to back to the predictions um that was rough to see um okay so i have yeah i have portugal defeating i have portugal defeating spain um in the quarterfinals so then my quarterfinal matchup will be no my semifinal matchup my first semifinal matchup will be argentina versus brazil fuck brazil so give me argentina and then the next semifinal matchup will be France and Portugal. Give me France. So I'll take that. And then Argentina versus France. That is going to be my final. Um, just because Argent I, I had Argentina in the U.S. as my final. But then I realized they face in the, they're going to go off against each other if they play in the same. Whatever. Um, so yeah, Argentina, France. Give me Argentina because I still had them picking to win. They still have a chance to win, so give me Argentina to take the take the World Cup this year. Like I said, so that's my World Cup predictions. Nothing special, but you know that's just what I think is gonna happen. Um, but we'll see, man. We have you know we have today, tomorrow, Monday, and Tuesday for the round of sixteen matchups, and then the quarterfinals. I begin start like uh, next uh, this Thursday or Friday. I believe it's Friday. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get to see more matchups and everything. Super exciting. But um yeah, that's that for the World Cup predictions. Now let me talk about um oh let me talk let me talk about the new Metro Boomin album. Um a couple of good albums released this week. Akon dropped an album. It was pretty solid. Um who else dropped it out? Uh Young and Ace dropped a decent record. Uh but uh Metro Boomin dropped best trap album of the year, as expected. Um yeah, Metro Boomin fucking carried um not carried. Um, he did a lot of heavy lifting on that album with the production. He fucking absolutely wiped um, a lot of people's, you know, um, expectations for the album. A lot of people were excited. A lot of people were definitely looking for the anticipation for the record. And I, I think it definitely, you know, held its own. Um, I think the album is, like I said, best trap album of the year. I know trap has been pretty disappointing in my opinion this year overall. But, man, this was such a special first listen yesterday. Um, there was a lot of good songs here. I think maybe there's like one skip at the moment for me. But I think everything else right now is just sounding so fucking good. I mean, just talk about the track list. So we have On Time with John Legend and ASAP Rocky kind of narrating and even Morgan Freeman as well. Um, yeah, beautiful intro to kind of start things off superhero transition um into future just in his absolute fucking bag and the production sounding so dark and minuscule and everything and future with that he just had so many different like flows and everything just fit perfectly chris brown ended like the song off a bit i didn't really think that was too necessary but it was a great you know song nonetheless then it was Too Many Nights with Don Tolliver and Future. Great collab from the two of them. Kind of get like a good, you know, rapping and um, R&B type of, you know, singing mix 
with it. Uh, Raindrops Insane with uh, Travis was also a pretty good song. Umbrella with 21 and Young Nudie. Honestly, Young Nudie, I think he had the better verse in 21, even though I think 21 did okay. Um, but good production behind um, that song. Um, I think Nudie, though, did his thing. Uh, Trance, Travis Scott and Young Thug. I actually don't remember much of the song. I only heard it once up until this point, so I don't really remember what happened there. Um, Around Me with Don Tolliver. Really loved the melodies from Don Tolliver. I think he was easily one of the best moments of the entire album with like the three features that he has. Uh, Metro Spider with Young Thug. His offbeat kind of delivery was kind of, it kind of threw me off a bit, but eventually it picked up and, you know, uh, eventually I got kind of used to it. The I Can't Save You interlude with Future and Don Tolliver was, you know, a minute and a half, but I like the transition going into Creepin' with The Weeknd 21. And man, that is probably one of the best songs on the album. Top two, top three on the album. The hook from The Weeknd is fucking amazing, beautiful. Uh, 21's verse, I think, was not really necessary on the song. It could have been easily just a Weeknd song. And I still see it as a Weeknd song, even with 21 on it. Um, the thing is with, like, 21 was on, like, four fucking songs, right? He was on, like, one, two, three, four, f yeah, he was on one, okay, one, two, three, four. Yeah, he was on three straight songs, um, from Creepin' all the way to Walk Him Down. Um, so, yeah, he was on four songs. And I think majority of them were, like, decent verses. I didn't think 21 stood out too much compared to Travis, compared to Don, um... Even compared to Future, Future, I think, did way better than 21 Savage on this album. Don Tolliver and Travis as well. Um, I think, you know, 21 did good. You know, he didn't give us a bad verse. But I think he could have kind of stepped up at the plate a little bit more. Um, I think he gave me better performances at her loss than kind of this album. But Creepin' was still a good song. I think 21's part was kind of necessary. But The Weeknd absolutely murdered that shit. Niagara Falls, Travis Scott 21. This shit has been leaked for years, and we finally have it out. Um, I love the song. I love the song. I loved when the leak came out. I, I heard it. I remember I heard it for the first time. I think I was like a sophomore or something in high school, and I'm like, holy shit, this better be on Utopia. This better be on Travis's new album, whatever, whenever the hell's coming out, or 21's next album. If it's, you know, 21 song, whatever it is, I need it. I need it. And uh, we finally got it after like two, three years of waiting for it. Um, but it was a great song. One of my favorites on the album because it's the only song that I knew before the album came out. And then Walk Em Down, Don't Kill Civilians, another 21 on his street shit. Dark production on some Savage Mode type of energy here. Love the love the creative atmosphere. And then Mustafa, Mustafa, Mustafa. Mufasa, um, he kind of creates like this uh, lower end energy at the end, kind of balancing out, because um, obviously Twenty One talks about some street shit, and then he kind of like closes it off with like some peace, you know, like let's let's bond, let's make something together, let's be brothers, let's you know, do all that shit. So yeah, I like that. Um, Lock on me with Travis and Future. This one though was kind of like uh. I have to go back to it, of course. I have to go back to the entire album in general, but this is definitely one song I remember not really liking from first listen. I'm not going to say too much on it. I just didn't really like the performances that much. It really stood out to me too much. Um, but I'll have to re-listen to it and see what I can really give my full opinion on the more I listen to it. Feel the Fire 
with ASAP Rocky and Takeoff. God fucking damn, this is probably the best song in my opinion on the album. Um, the R&B cut sample, beat, fucking amazing. Um, ASAP Rocky had a great verse, probably had like the best rapping performance on the entire album, besides maybe Future on uh, Superstar, not Superstar, on Superhero. Um, and Takeoff had such a great verse as well. Really did like Takeoff's uh, feature. Rest in peace to Takeoff, man. Um, yeah, he fucking bodied that shit too. Um, and then finally, All the Money with Gunna as like the bonus track. Another fire-ass Gunna song. And considering it was a bonus track, I think it was definitely needed. This could this could have been on DS forever. Um, this could have definitely worked for maybe Gunna's next album, whenever, you know, that, that happens. Um, and... And yeah, I think the album is very consistent. I do think there's some features that really don't go together, maybe 21 specifically, um, on a couple of songs. I think he just didn't really fit the vibe of it. Like, I didn't know why 21 and The Weeknd were put on the same song. Like, let's be real. I like 21 a lot, but he's just, he just, just he's not good doing those R&B cuts. You know what I mean? He has some decent songs that I can take, whatever. His vocal inflections are not that great most of the time. But I don't know. Like, I just felt like it was super unnecessary. Didn't really add to it. didn't add nothing to the song. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but it was still a good song. I'm still listening to it, obviously. And it wasn't a bad verse. If it was a bad verse, I would just cut it off and not, I would listen to it in general. But the song was great overall. I cannot complain. Out of 10, I'll probably get this like a 9. Like a no, low 9 to mid 9. Uh, maybe that's a little high. I'll, I'll give it like a 90. I don't know. Out of 100. Like a 90-91. Oh, fuck. Almost scored another goal on us. Jesus. The same guy, too. Almost scored another goal on us. Jesus. Christ. All right. 20 minutes in. We got we to gotta, we gotta step up, people. We got to step up. Stop playing like y'all are asleep. Please. Come on. Come on now. All right. Um, but Heroes and Villains, great album. Overall, where would I really, where would I put this, like, for the album of the year list? Um, well, I mean, it came out pretty late, but, you know, it's still December. I still have a couple weeks to put in for albums of the year. Um, this is probably, like, top 15 for sure. Top 15, I think, definitely made its mark. After first listen, I think it's top 15. Honestly, I think I'm going to listen to it even more. I'm going to listen to it even more, and I'm going to enjoy it even more. Um, so that could probably boost it up to top 12, top 10 maybe. It just it, Look, rap has been super stacked, so even like a 9 out of 10 album, like I just said, making it to the top 10 is going to be like really fucking close. I think there's been a lot of 9s this year. No 10s. No, There was no perfect album this year that I think so far, but... A lot of nines, man. JIDs, Kendricks, Denzels, uh, Drake and 21. Like, a lot of nines here, man. And a lot of them are, like, low to mid nines. But, man, a lot of good fucking albums, man. A lot of good fucking albums dropped this year. So, this one being in the top ten is, is, is says a lot, you know? And for it to be the best trap album, that's it's already going to win something. When I'm gonna do when I do my award show, y'all already know y'all already know who takes best album, best trap album. It's this one. Not gonna be a surprise. So when that episode comes out late, late, late December, um, or December thirtieth, or December thirty first, I, th I think I might do it on the last day of the year, um, December thirty first, I might do it. But anyways, um, this album was great. If you haven't if you haven't listened to it, go listen to it right now, right now. Good album. Really liked it. 
production amazing you know can't can't complain at all all right now let's get into week 13 um i already talked about the thursday night football game between the bills and the patriots on the last episode as i was recording it while the game was on bills beat the patriots 24 to 10 the bills are 9 3 patriots 6 and 6 offense for the patriots couldn't get much going they only scored 10 points um and the bills you know they're consistent um they're one of the best teams in the AFC. They finally won a divisional game. They're 1-2 now against their divisional rivals. They still have, you know, three more games to go. Of course, they have one more game with each team, um, with the Patriots, Jets, and the Dolphins. Um, I think they all play, like, back-to-back weeks. I think the the Bills, um, they play against the who, – who do they play against this week? Um, or not this week, next week, obviously, you know, I'm talking about the game they played this week. I think next week they probably play like the Jets or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they do play the Jets this time in Buffalo, obviously. Um, so yeah, Bills get the easy win against the Patriots in New England. Um, all right, but now let's, um, let's talk about the other games. The games on Sunday or the games for tomorrow. First, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Atlanta Falcons. The Steelers four and seven, and the Falcons five and seven. Um, the Steelers, we know the Steelers are not this fantastic, great team. Um, the Steelers are just kind of inconsistent. Um, Kenny Pickett though had a pretty decent game um, performance against the Colts on Monday Night Football. Falcons. You know, they blew it at the end with that weird-ass Marcus Mariota interception at, in the end zone. It was a, it was a pretty devastating way, in, uh, way to lose that game for the Falcons. And the Commies were able to take the W there. Um, I think the Falcons, you know, they're going to be playing at home. I think they're a little bit well-suited. I think their offense looks a little bit better than the Steelers. I think they play a little bit tougher than them. Um, so I think I'm going to go with the Falcons here, but definitely it's Pittsburgh. It's, it will really won't be surprising because that defense could also shut Atlanta's offense down. Won't be too surprised. All right, so I'm going to have the Falcons over the Steelers. All right, next we got the Green Bay Packers going up against the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Packers are 4-6, and six, and the Bears are 3-9. and nine. Justin Fields looks like he's not going to be playing for the second straight week for the Bears. Um, so automatically, I'm going to have to give the edge to the Packers. The Packers have also not looked that great on on Sunday Night Football against the Eagles. They had a pretty good performance offensively, um, matching well with the Eagles. Defensively, they were pretty much running through us a bit. Can't even lie. Um, but obviously, we were doing the same thing back to them. And the Packers, look, they're not a great team. They're, they're a slob. They're a complete mess this year. Um, Aaron Rodgers still suffering that uh, hip injury. Um, there's still, you know, uh, a good idea if um, I don't know if it's going to be the best idea if he's going to be playing in this one. It looks like he is still going to be playing for tomorrow's game. Um, but even with the Packers having to not play um, without Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback, I think, you know, the Bears are just not that great at all in general. And, you know, the Packers own them. Aaron Rodgers owns them. I don't really think it's uh, too much to say here. My bad, excuse me. Jesus Christ, I just woke up like in, like half an hour ago. But anyways, um, Packers and, and Bears. Uh, give me the Packers, man. Uh, honestly, a toss-up, but Bears are just, they have no identity. 
there are nobody without Justin Fields. He has to do all the heavy lifting and all the and all the dirty work. So, not much to not much to be said there. It is what it is. All right. Next, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Detroit Lions. So both teams are four and seven. Um, the Jaguars coming off of a big win against the Ravens, um, upsetting them. Trevor Lawrence just came off of having his best performance um, of his career so far. And the Lions had a close game um, against the uh, Bills on Thanksgiving. Um, and honestly, they could definitely put up a good fight here. They're still in Detroit. Um, you know, after about a week and a half uh, since her last game. God damn. Shit, I'm yawning so fucking much, man. All right. Um, no, 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 no. Don't score on us. Don't score another goal on us. Don't score another goal on us. Somebody get him. Okay. Jesus. It's the same guy. Why are we letting the same guy? Memphis, the DePay guy. Why are we letting him fucking run us over man every t every time he gets by the goalies it's always him with the ball and now they have a corner kick come on come on come on do something wait hold on let me let me let me see this corner kick real quick just just real quick and then i'll get back to football um all right good what good ass corner but that was too high all right that was good they're gonna try again because it went out of bounds? Fuck, man. They're going to go at it again because it went out of bounds. All right. Second attempt at the corner kick for the Netherlands to try to get us down by two goals. Please. Please, no. The orange machines are not going to score another goal on us. Thank you very much. Please. Can that not happen? Hmm. Okay. Good corner. Much better. Took it right out the pocket. Okay, good. No. Oh, too high. All right, that was out of bounds. Okay, good. All right, back to back to football. American football. Um okay, so the Jaguars, Lions, um yeah. So both both teams come off um or but one win, one win for the Jaguars defeating the Bravens and then of course a close enough game for the Lions to lose. Um, but still, against the Bills and Thanksgiving, much better than I expected. Honestly, um, I think the Lions... Um, I think the Lions, they were on a good winning streak for a bit. Like, two games. They won, like, two straight games. I think that was, you know, some of the best games they played all year for sure. And, um, yes, maybe against not the toughest opponents, but the Jaguars aren't the toughest opponent either. I think the Jaguars are better than what the records say. But at the same time, they're also not, you know, the greatest team in the world. And I think there's many flaws on the defense, just kind of lacks in certain places. And the offense at times could be can be very shaky. But the Lions, I don't know. Maybe, they're, maybe you know, Jamal Williams is going to score 17 touchdowns again because that man is always getting in the end zone. So... You know, if the Lions offense can take over as many as much as they can, I think the Lions should definitely take the win here over the Jaguars. So that should be a good win for them. So I'm going to have the Lions over the Jaguars. Next, got the New York Jets going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah, the Jets 7-4 coming off of a win. 
Um, and the Vikings, 9-2, and two, also coming off of a win against the Patriots. The Jets coming off of a win uh, against who again? I don't even remember who they got a win off of. I don't. I don't even remember who. Let me just go back to who the Jets beat. They beat the Bears. I'm dumb. They beat the Bears. Uh, Mike White had a great game last game against the Bears because um, Justin Fields wasn't there. So obviously without Justin Fields and the Bears, they're just pretty much useless at this point. But, man, Mike White, uh, he should clearly be the starting quarterback for this team. He is doing quite enough, if not more than enough, to prove himself that he is the number one guy right now um, to sh that should be starting Sorry that I'm yawning so much. Literally woke up like literally less than an hour ago. And I'm hungry as shit. So when I'm done recording, I'm definitely going to be munching my ass. But any... What the fuck? Whoa, 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 whoa. Pause. Pause on that. Pause on that. Whoa. Whoa, my bad. That came out so wrong. All right. Um, But back to, back to the Jets-Vikings game. Uh, give me the Vikings. I like the Jets. I don't. I like the Jets. I don't. I like the Jets, you know, this year. They've been, you know, a good story. But nah, the Vikings have also been great this year. And I think are just a way better team than the Jets. I think the Jets are low-key frauds. Um, yes, Mike White is doing bits. He's doing pretty good. And the offense looks good. And the defense looks great. Playoff team definitely could have a good chance at making it out of the AFC. But... I guess the Vikings, who I've consistently doubted this year, you know, I kind of said maybe the Vikings are frauds. And maybe up until this point, maybe they are only a regular season team. But I'm not going to say that yet because it's too early to say. But I think the Vikings are definitely the better team. So I think the Vikings at home should definitely get the win against the Jets, in my humble ass opinion. But other than that, um, yeah, I think the Vikings are going to take it home. Next, we got the Washington Commanders going up against the New York Giants. The Giants seven and four, and the Commies seven and five. Um, the Commies—they were on a good winning streak. Um, they defeated the the Falcons last week, and the Giants—they came off of an L against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Um, the Giants are slowly uh, losing their 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 streak. A lot of players injured. A lot of players have been lacking, have not been playing that well. The defense has been kind of concerning. The offense hasn't really been putting up that many points. While the commanders are looking pretty good, I think the commanders are going to make a statement defeating the Giants at home. Um, and Brian Robinson had a great game. He probably is going to have another great game in this one as well. Taylor Heineke, he, uh, he's definitely not just be able to step up for the starting quarterback position for that team for the rest of the season. But clearly he's going to do that, and he's the best backup QB in the league right now. Clearly there's not really much anybody else getting up to his level, playing as well as he has been playing to carry this commander's offense and team on his back and making a, a push for the playoffs. So I think the commies, despite, um, you know, as much as I really don't like them, you know, uh, we got we to gotta respect and kind of give them credit. But you know what? I like them over the Giants. Actually, no, that's not true. I actually like the Giants over the Commies a little bit more. It, but it's honestly not even because of the. It's not even because of the team. I actually like the Commies more than the Giants. It's 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 just Dan Schneider. Just 
just Dan Schneider. Just, just that's it. That's that's the only reason why, honestly. But besides that, whatever. I'm gonna have to still give the commies the edge here. So I have the Commanders beating the Giants. Next, we got the Tennessee Titans going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the Eagles ten and one, and the Titans seven and four. Um, not much to say here. I think the Titans are a good team. I think they've uh, they haven't looked amazing. I, I they haven't really looked anything you know mind blowing this year. They haven't really looked like a team that I'm like yeah, I'm gonna take them too seriously when they make the playoffs. But Derrick Henry's been good. Um, the offense has been able to get wins. The defense has been able to shut out some well not shut out but able to shut down some teams. Um, late in second halves, you know, have good competition against good-ass teams. So, honestly, um, they could definitely put up a fight against the Eagles at home. But I think the Eagles are way too good right now. Yes, we may not be the best team in the league. Um, yes, we have the best record in the league. But I think the Chiefs, Bills, maybe even Dolphins are probably, I feel a little bit more, not the Dolphins, not the Dolphins. I say the Chiefs. The Bills, I like the Bills, and I think they're a better roster combined than the Eagles, but I'm going to still pick the Eagles over the Bills. That's just maybe my biased opinion. But besides, like, the Chiefs, um, I'm probably going to have the Eagles as, like, the second-best team in the league at the moment. But aside from that, um, I think the Eagles should still get the win here. Let's go 11-1, and you know. We're probably going to lose maybe one or two more games this year, um, and it could be against the Cowboys, could be against the Giants. We'll see. But I don't think against the Tennessee Titans, that's where we're going to get our second L of the year. So give me the Eagles defeating the Titans. Next, we got the Denver Broncos going up against the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens 7-4 and four, coming off of a fucking bad loss against the Jaguars. Blowing another fourth quarter lead this year. Four losses and they were all blown leads. All blown leads. Um, so basically when the Ravens lose a game, you know why they lose the game because they fucking choked it and the Broncos, they can't choke because they just suck in general. Um, give me the Ravens. Um, I will never pick the Broncos to win a football game, maybe for the rest of my life. Um, until Russell Wilson and maybe the entire fucking coaching staff. I don't even want nobody besides a defensive coordinator. Cause I clearly, he knows what he's doing. All the OCs. The head coach, every other playmakers for the offense needs to get fucking fired. Not just the head coach, not just um, not just Nathaniel Hackett. So many players need to get traded out of there. Ravens are gonna win this game. That's it. That's that's what I think is gonna happen. Ravens are gonna oh shit. Ravens are going to win this game. They should absolutely annihilate the Broncos. If the Ravens lose to the Broncos, big fucking bozos they are. Incredibly fucking massive, humongous fucking bozos they are. If they actually lose to the fucking Broncos. Poverty-ass Broncos. the Easily the biggest disappointment of the entire year. Um, as well as the LA Rams as well. Um, but my fucking God. The Ravens. Should absolutely annihilate them. You know, the Broncos, like, just, just, what a fucking mess, man. What an absolute mess. And I, look, at part, you know, at I want Russell Wilson to succeed. And, and like, I, Russell Wilson has played bad this year. And I know it's not his, his not, it's not all his fault entirely. Of course, 
you have to put the blame on the playmaking because the playmaking has been fucking terrible. But, man, there's so much to it that, you know, you can't really just blame the head coach for a majority of things. You got to play the game. And, you know, the players are not, you know, the offense is just not doing their job right. There's just something there that's just not clicking. And it just hasn't clicked the entire year. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, man. Um, but the Ravens should definitely win this game. And that's that. All right, next. We got the Cleveland Browns. Fucking hell, why can I not stop yawning? Jesus Christ, I'm already awake. Like 80%, 70%, but still. Okay, we have the Cleveland Browns going up against the Houston Texans. Um, this is the, this is Deshaun Watson's first start of the season. His first start um, for um, for the Cleveland Browns. Um, unfortunately, if the Texans were a little bit better of a team than they are now, I would be so comfortable saying that they could easily beat the Browns. But you know what? Give me the Texans to win this game. The Browns are nothing too special. You know, their, their offense is going to look good. Because Deshaun Watson is back, right? And they have a quarterback who, you know, has gone through some shit and hasn't played football for almost two fucking years. We don't know if we're going to get 2019 Deshaun Watson back. We don't know. And I'm not even going to put too much faith on Deshaun Watson because he's not going to save the Browns' season. It, I think it's too late for that, to be honest with you. So I don't think that's going to happen. Number two, he is the biggest enemy. He is the biggest villain in the state of Texas, in the city of Houston. Nobody there is going to be cheering for him for obvious reasons, for multiple reasons. And somehow, I think that is probably going to do a lot of justice for the te I'm just kidding. I think the Browns are going to win this game. Look, man, I love, I, 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 I don't love, what am I talking about? I don't like either of these teams, but I like the... I like the the feeling, you know, of of you know finally having a team that I feel like this is a good chance for them to get a good win against a a decent team against a quarterback who they've had for a couple years and they had they thought there was going to be their a franchise quarterback forever and of course he got into his own issues and the whole controversy and the whole allegations and everything, um, the suspension and everything, you know, the way the whole the whole era. That Deshaun Watson has had to go through, right? That's had to experience, had to endure from there. But overall, Deshaun Watson looking like a fucking Jacoby Brissett, looking like a shell of himself, looking like complete fucking utterly trash. I think it's still good enough to beat the Texans. Unfortunately, as much as I would want to pick the Texans to win this game just because it would be incredible. That would break fucking headlines if the fucking actually te if the Texans actually managed to beat the Browns in this like this is the perfect win for them. You know what I mean? This would be the Super Bowl for the Texans if they can beat the Browns. They beat Deshaun Watson. 
in his first game against his former team. The NFL makers, the NFL schedule makers knew what they were doing. So what they don't know is what would create more drama that if the fucking Houston Texans actually win this game. But I'm going to keep it safe. I think the Browns are going to win the game, but we'll see. <laughs> oh, man, but if they, man, if the Browns lose to the Texans. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. Well, I guess to, to a certain extent, I guess. Um, but it's not going to be a great game for the Browns in general because they're just going to be booed and shit, but we'll see. All right, next we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the LA Rams. Um, give me the Seahawks. The Rams suck dick. Um, they're playing with their third string quarterback, third string receiver, third string run running back, their second string defense. Um, there's just not nothing right now in LA. Um, nothing is breathing. Nothing is conscious in LA right now for the Rams. The Chargers are the best team in LA this year, so. That speaks volumes. Um, the Seahawks should get things back together, though. You know, they lost two games in a row. They lost to the Buccaneers. And they lost to the damn Raiders in overtime. So, yeah. The Seahawks got to get it together and piece a win against the Rams. So, let's see if they can do it. Next, we got one of the best games of the week. And probably, hopefully, one of the best games of the year. We have the Miami Dolphins going up against the San Francisco 49ers. So against the Niners defense, who has that's just been fantastic. And our offense, Dolphins offense has looked great. Mike McDaniel is going to be making his first game against his former team um, for the 49ers, being the offensive coordinator for a good, a good period of time. Um, you know, Raheem Mostert back to playing against the 49ers for the first time in his career um, after, you know, of course, you know, guiding them into the Super Bowl. And everything after beating the Packers in the NFC Championship game. Can't forget that game. Can't forget that performance. Um, and yeah, the Dolphins, I think, are going to keep on a good momentum with their good offense. Their great offense, in fact. Um, and they're going to be able to nitpick through that 49ers defense. That's what I hope. But you never know. That defense is really fucking good, man. They just shut out the Saints. And even though it's the Saints, they haven't been, they haven't been that great this year. A defense that could shut out another NFL team. Clearly can do more than enough to stop pretty much any other team from from scoring a lot of points. To be honest here, man, I'm going to be biased and pick the Dolphins. But I can definitely see the 49ers win this game. It's going to be a close one. Should be a fun one, however, though. Um, next, we got the another great game. We have the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. So we all know the Bengals... Um, they beat the Chiefs last year in the AFC Championship game. Um, of course, you know, Joe Burrow is 2-0 against Patrick Mahomes. So, I guess he owns him just because he won two games. If the Bengals win this game, then I we could say for sure that the Bengals own the Chiefs. Joe Burrow owns Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is the son of Joe Burrow. We could say that if he gets the win tomorrow against the... Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you are you freaking kidding me, man? Are you freaking kidding me?
I hope I hope Argentina wipes. Absolutely wipes. Alright, we're down two to nothing. And the first half was just about to end. Yeah, my god. Well yeah. I kinda already yeah, already, whatever. I already I already took the L mentally. It's okay. Whatever. Whatever, man. Alright, half time and we're down to nothing. We're probably gonna fucking lose this game, but it is what it is. Um that's why you know soccer is not our thing. If we took it more seriously, we would have been the best in the world. But you know, it's okay. Um I'm gonna ho I'm gonna have to pick the Chiefs here. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs over the Bengals. Next, we got the Chargers going up against the Raiders. I think the Chargers should win this game. The Raiders suck. Josh Jacobs could have a great fucking game again and could probably lead the Raiders into another W. But Chargers, they came off a big win against the Cardinals coming back from them. They didn't choke it out. They didn't choke. So that was a big, impressive win for the Chargers. So let's see if they can keep it going, um, going against the Vegas Raiders this week. Sunday night football between the Colts and the Cowboys. Colts suck penis. Um, they're not that great. Um, so give me the Cowboys with their crazy ass defense to put a headlock on that Colts offense. So, yep, give me the Cowboys defeating the Colts. All right. And then finally, Monday Night Football between the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Um, again, the Saints uh, usually gets the best number out of Brady. Uh, Brady was finally able to get a win against the Saints earlier this year, um, in New Orleans. Um, and that was his first regular season win against the Buccaneers, against the Saints as a Buccaneer. Um, and it could happen again. Could get another win against the Saints this year because the Saints are still rolling with Andy Dalton. Looks like nothing is nothing is going to happen because Andy Dalton is not really doing that much. Um, Tom Brady should definitely get the win here. The Buccaneers, if you guys lose to the Saints, it's going to make it look worse. Because y'all are just continuing to lose games that y'all shouldn't really be losing. But also, it is a divisional game. You know, you, you never really know what happens. The Saints could obviously win this game. It wouldn't be too much of a surprise to me. Um, a lot of people are picking the Buccaneers, though. As if it's not like a close enough situation where the Saints can definitely win this one. But even with that being said, I'm going to have to go with the Buccaneers. Alright, so let me go over my predictions again. I have the Falcons. Defeating the Steelers. I have the Packers defeating the Bears. I have the Lions defeating the Jaguars. The Vikings defeating the Jets. The Commanders defeating the Giants. The Eagles defeating the Titans. The Ravens defeating the Broncos. The Browns defeating the Texans. The Seahawks defeating the Rams. The 49ers losing. The Dolphins defeating the 49ers. The Chiefs defeating the Bengals. The Chargers defeating the Raiders. The Cowboys defeating the Colts. And the Buccaneers defeating the Saints. Um, those are my week 13 predictions. Um, super excited for all the games for tomorrow. We have a lot of good games tomorrow, of course, with the Chiefs, Bengals, Dolphins, Niners, Browns, Texans, I guess. <laughs> Not really. Um, Commies, Giants should be an interesting game as well. Maybe even, uh, the Saints and the Buccaneers should be a good game as well. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of good games. Um, a lot of good games tomorrow. We'll have to wait and see. Um, and that's that. Thank you guys for watching. See you guys in a bit. Take care. And peace out, my friends.